Welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast. I am Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good. And welcome to our Halloween episode. We have created and curated a special piece of programming just for you. And we have made this the spookiest episode ever because we are recording this without getting feedback from our previous episode. It is very scary for us. That voice is scary for me, man. This is, I'm trying to decide which is worse. This one, you know, Count Cregula or the Scatman. And it's close. It's um, real People close. were begging for a Scatman reboot. First so of all, nobody was doing that. You nobody. were doing that. Not a single person. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, so this will be our Halloween episode. It comes out, what, a couple days before Halloween? Like, you got a couple days. Um, Big old fan of the fall season, the autumn, you know, as the pompous call it. And... The whole costume vibe. I got a Halloween costume. Probably won't be doing sweater a- weather. Oh, big old fan. The falling leaves, the cool temperatures. Um, and you know, this week's movie, Hubie Halloween. And it was not the first of all, we should have picked a, a better Halloween movie. Okay, Macy, hold on, hold on. Are, are, hold on, time out, time out, time out. No. We're 90 seconds in. Are we already diving into the movie? No, I'm, this is not a this is not a critique of this movie. This is a critique of our picking of the movies. We should have gone with like Adam's Family, Beetlejuice, Halloween Town. How we went with the movie that just dropped on Netflix that has Halloween in the title over all those, don't know. That's on us. Um, but know that this movie is not a reflection of how we feel about the season because I take it very seriously. And I know many of you listeners also love Halloween, you know, costumes, all that. Don't know what. Did a, you do mm-hmm. Halloween last year? Did you dress up as anything last year? Um, no, I didn't. Nope. Okay. I did have one group of trick or treaters, and they were all twenty five plus. Dude, that's tight. So we had a bowl full of candy, and we just ate it ourselves. That that's respect. I respect that. I also get why parents are upset when like college kids go trick or treating. I'm like, oh, this isn't for you. You have money, go out and buy some. Yeah, like, it made me frustrated. And like, listen, I buy candy when it's not Halloween. Candy is just like a like a weekly thing in my pantry. Yeah. If anything, you probably you're just spending more on Halloween, and you give. I don't know, dude. I don't know. As a concept, it doesn't make sense. As an adult, you should just be able to buy candy whenever you want. Don't use Halloween as an excuse. Children get to use it as an excuse. Yeah. Um, I went as an e-girl. No. What? No, I went as a Visco girl last year. Oh, back when yeah. Visco girls I remember when you had to explain thing. that to me. I had no idea what that was. Yeah. I wore... Um, this was back before like I had a job. So mm-hmm. I was spending what very little money I had on a 4XL t-shirt, hair scrunchies, and I just wore short shorts. So I, w- I had to make a very executive decision in that moment. And I think it paid off in the long run. Do you have any pictures of it? Oh, absolutely. They're Catch on these pictures at permanent on handle. at permanent good on Twitter and Instagram. You will see oh, what Craig man. wore last Halloween. All right. I guess uh, <laughs> drive traffic away from my Instagram site. I see how it is. Yep. At permanent good because we talked about it here. Uh, what are you doing this year? Or are you doing a costume this year? I have zero plans, honestly. I don't even know what date Halloween is on. Is it on a Thursday? It's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to be doing literally nothing. Then you should do Halloween. How? I don't know. Do it. I don't know. Figure it out. I live on a highway. Find some friends. Get them all COVID tested. Or just, I don't know, marathon Halloween movies. That sounds like something we would do. Okay. Fair enough. Um, my Halloween was picked out by my wife. Um, she, since she's prego as an ego waffle, that is, um, is a rainbow. And then her belly is going to be a pot of gold. And I am a giant clover. <laughs> yep. I have a suit. I'm not saying I'm a leprechaun because, you know, 
I have no affiliations with Notre Dame, nor do I want any. But it's just a three. It's Ooh, like a, be yeah. careful! Don't catch your wife here. First you of saying all, burn them. Um, I got clover pants, clover tie, clover jacket. I'm not wearing a top hat because, like I said, don't believe in leprechauns. Um, but it's gonna be sick. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't dressed up in a while. All right. Well, on that note, do you want to talk about our Halloween movie? Yeah, man. Let's jump into it. So we're kind of just doing the whole kit and caboodle right here. There's really no reason to do a spoiler section and a non-spoiler section. So if you've been, I don't know, saving yourself for this movie, you can skip ahead. But uh, I'll give you a time code regardless. But I can't imagine there's going to be too much we're going to ruin for you. Yeah. So here's your time code. Time code 2355. All right. I received a note from a dear good friend of mine that they like it when you dislike something and I double down and explain why I did like it. But here's the thing. You got to be you got to be real about it. You have to 100. Dude, I'm not going to I will tell you when I love a movie. We have a couple movies coming up that I know I'm going to like. So we got to be real. And but I know, ooh, I know that we have differing opinions on this movie. I don't know how you... Also, a little background for you guys. We should probably have told this earlier. We don't talk about this movie before the podcast. I have no idea. I mean, I have a pretty good idea what Craig's thinking. And I, he has no idea what I'm thinking, although he probably has a pretty good idea what I'm thinking. But we have not talked about it at all. The only thing I knew about this movie is he did say that he became more invested in it than he originally thought he would. And that's the entire, that's the only thing I knew about this movie. Um, so I, I don't know what his position is. I don't know if he's going to defend it or hate it. Um, and I have no idea. I mean, I know, but he doesn't know whether or not I'm going to defend it or hate it. Let's the, uh, let the conversation ensue. I'm going to do some gentle defending. All right. I think that this movie, I don't regret watching this movie. Okay. So that's good that you don't regret watching it. Let me just give you a couple of stats, people. It's just like real basic stuff. It's called Hubie Halloween. It came out. It's a Netflix movie with Adam Sandler. Uh, came out this year, 2020. It's about an hour. It's about it's an hour and 42 minutes long. It's comedy, fantasy, mystery. It's too many PG- tags. A too- movie should never be more than two tags. Yep. It's PG-13. And on IMDb, it's a 5.2 out of 10. Um, so yeah, I didn't like this movie. Big surprise. But here's the thing. I don't regret watching it. I, I don't feel like I wasted time. I'm never going to watch this again. Um, but I don't feel like I lost time. I'm never going to get back, you know? So yeah. it wasn't horrible. It was tolerable. Yeah, I agree. It was a very tolerable movie. I found parts funny. I genuinely laughed at parts of this movie. I found two parts funny in the entire movie. Two parts. So, first of all, I enjoyed that the movie kind of embraced its campy nature. It was a very campy tone. and For the people at home, what does campy mean, Craig? Campy is like embracing how silly situations are. So, I think this movie kind of comes at you with a, hey... We know we're in an Adam Sandler movie. We're just going to roll with it, okay? Let's not deny it. Let's let's just let's hop on this train. Let's go. Yeah. Um let's just dive straight into notes for this movie. Um uh, that was my first note. I immediately liked how campy it is. All right, I'm going to give you three quotes. Do I have three? Yeah, I have three quotes. And you're going to tell me what you think about this, okay? So the first okay. one is a little bit of dialogue, and this is straight from the movie. Hubie How'd you get to be so B.A.? And then I'm not going to do the Hubie voice. Really? And he goes, yeah, you're such a stud. And that was between the two essentially main characters, Adam Sandler, Hubie Dubois, and Violent Valentine. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I think Adam Sandler movies have always had this essence of hot girl falling in love with lovable goofball. And I think that this kind of just falls under that umbrella. I, it's nothing we haven't heard before from an Adam Sandler script. Yeah, I hated it. I, I imagine it. so. I'm like, I know we're doing the same thing we've done with every other Adam Sandler script. But guys, it's not realistic. 
a huge thing. And I'm, I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, you're pretty attractive, but I'm not a Hubie, you know? And I'm like, I'm thinking of, is there, you know what? Let's not go down this road because I was about to be like, my wife's too shallow to ever do something like this. But I'm saying from the, everyone I know, every female I've interacted with, I see guys like this. I'm like, she is a beautiful mom who fosters kids. One of the nicest people ever. She is in love with the person she's known since first grade. Who's gotten bullied his entire life. Everyone. She's the talk of the town. Everyone loves her and respects her and hates this guy. I'm like, there's not a scenario where these two people end up together. And I know it's a movie, but I'm going to be that guy for a little bit. Okay. Next quote. From, from a teacher to a student, a bully. You're a poop faced 11 year old who reads at a second grade level. I thought that was really funny. That was the bare minimum as far as comedy goes, ladies and gentlemen bare minimum the first of all i don't even know why we were in the school for that scene i'm like why are we here and it's so hubie can get a bunch of food thrown at him at a cafeteria and there was there that was one of the two funny bits is when he looked at the kid and he freaked out that the kid had a genuine reaction and he, he this kid had a really scary costume in the school cafeteria one of the notes that out. i wrote down mm-hmm. one of the notes that i wrote down was i thought every time he got scared off of something so small, I thought those reactions were priceless. Um, this wasn't really funny, but every time he was riding his bike and he was just like matrix yeah. dodging everything, I'm okay. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I respect it. Yeah, I thought it was very entertaining to watch him dodge those things every time. Yeah, impossible dodges, by the way. Like this is not. Yeah, it's impossible. Like Andrew was the one that pointed it out to me. I didn't even think about it. Where he's like. Yeah, it's interesting. It's fun to watch somebody who's been bullied so many times. He knows exactly how his bullies are going to try to hit him. So he right. knows how to counteract every single one. Yeah, it just that was that was kind of cool. And so I, I'm just against tropes. And it's that was something I've never seen before. I'm like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. All right. Third and final quote from Ray Liotta's character. Um, you might know him from Goodfellas. In this, <laughs> which was crazy to me, his name is Mr. Landolfa, Mr. Landolfa. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds like Hubie Dubois. And because I struck out with you, I'm going to take it out on him. I mean, pretty two dimensional. I mean, I appreciate how uh, blunt he was, how forward he was. <laughs> yeah. To a person, what she say? He was three times her age. Thrice, she said. I'm like, oh, this is just weird. I don't. And the thing is, is, it was so weird. I didn't realize what was happening. I'm like, oh, he's not hitting on her. That's impossible. Like, there's yeah. not a scenario. She was on Disney. This guy was in Goodfellas. Like, <laughs> this is this is not a thing that could Well, happen. Adam Sandler has a track record for taking people out of gang movies or gangster movies and putting them in his own silly, stupid movies. Right. Like Al Pacino in Jack and Jill. Uh, I have a quote for you. Send it. Uh, <laughs> this was the most blatant attempt at just, like setting up the stakes that i've ever seen when kevin james is getting the call about rob schneider escaping Mm -hmm. uh and so and keenan thompson is like didn't you testify against him thanks for setting the stakes there bud yeah also thanks for setting the stakes and then having it not matter at all whatsoever at all never once not even a little bit didn't matter Here's the thing all of the funny things happened in my opinion in the first half of the movie, the second half was all kind of just like a going through fire? the motions of finishing a movie. Oh, yeah. So garbage fire, because sure. that's what it was. Um, next thing. Dude, I'm just going to half of my notes are just bits that I didn't think were funny. So, oh. yeah, um, the radio where he's hearing himself and she's like, can you like turn off your radio? Like there's an echo. And he goes, what? I can't do like I'm like, what? How did what is happening right now? And that while we're on the radio, everything <laughs> involving the radio. Also, the voices, Adam Sandler's voice, Shaq's voice, Shaq's wife voice. What? OK, I think that finding out that Shaq, that it was Shaq, 
I thought that was funny. But then they stayed in that radio station for about three minutes too long. Yeah, and then they were doing a sandwich bit, which I'm like, this is freaking weird. Yeah. I'm like, what? what is going on? It's just like, it's not my kind of comedy. And another thing with this movie is like, guys, you're PG-13. It doesn't need to be so kid-focused. Like, Christopher Nolan, Batman super dark joker is pg-13 you know the avengers where everyone dies and has to be brought back to life spoiler alert my bad um that's pg-13 and instead we're watching shack and a wife with inversed voices eat the lady in the tramping a subway sandwich like what is (laughs) what is happening i'm like you can go pg which is probably the route they could have taken easily but i'm like what 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 is happening right now i just didn't understand what was supposed to be happening okay so i think it's time we talk about the most important part of this movie without a doubt how did you feel about the thermos it was cool it was just a it was just another thing in the movie i thought it was it wasn't funny to me i just thought it was interesting yeah i never felt like it was a cop-out, despite the fact that's exactly what it was. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm like, oh, they just need something to, like, get him out of this situation. Thermos. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Um, what do you think about the, yeah, the thing is, like, I liked it when it was useful. I didn't like it when it was a joke. So at the very end, when he gives the, this is not a spoiler at all, but when he gives the two kids their own thermoses, and one of them's a hair dryer. I'm like, this is just dumb. I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't get Adam Sandler movies. I'm starting to think this is just not my thing. Oh, no, it's definitely not my thing either. But like, this was the closest I got in a very, very long time. This is the closest I've gotten to being like, yes, watch this Adam Sandler movie in like 10 years. So there was a couple things I wanted to ask you. Um, All right, I'm out of notes, so. Hit me. Yeah, I do not have much left. Don't you worry. Um, what did you think w- about Hubie's mom's shirts? It was funny. Was it? Hold on. I'm trying to think if I want the word funny. It was hack. It was a hack for me. Hacky humor. I liked the first one. When they did the dialogue the first time, okay. But then when she kept wearing those shirts, I'm like, all right, this ain't Bob's Burgers. Like, let's yeah. let's back it up. I also didn't like how that joke, that original shirt became a callback. I'm like, okay, we get it. Can we move on? It's not that funny. We're doubling down. What's going on? Um, Said from the king of doubling down. Dude, I know how to double down. That's not how you double down. Um. What did you think? Oh, okay. And then I have a whole section, which is just like, why is this in the movie? Okay. <laughs> uh, why is this in the movie? The act one funeral where Ray Liotta's dad dies. Yeah, mm-hmm, I agree. Why is it in the movie? Um, the weather lady. And I can't, I can't even like describe it because it's so out of place. It was when there was a weather lady and she throws it to the anchor where she's talking to the mayor and then she gets it back. And I think Violet Valentine's watching. Dude, it was so, it was such a weird scene. I'm like, why is this happening? Oh, since we're talking about Violet Valentine watching TV, um, hey. Kissing? Yeah, kissing through the TV wasn't funny. I never wanted to see the inside of Adam Sandler's mouth. And I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Um, Before I forget, the second, the last, okay, this is going to be the definitive spoilers for me. Not that any of this matters, but this is a spoiler. Um, at the end, I hated when they're all like, well, Hubie, I didn't like you because. Yeah, dude. Oh, my this, God. You made me feel self-conscious. Well, I didn't like you because of this. The only part of that second funniest part in the entire movie is when she goes, I don't like you because you have hope. And I'm like, that's creative. I appreciate that. That was a good joke. Everyone else who's describing why they don't like Hubie? I hate you. And they're like, well, you see, Hubie, all these people really respect you. They were just jealous of you. And that scene went on for so long 
It drove me crazy. My biggest problem with that is that they had so many people do it. If you're going to list off characters that like sh- explain their traits or motivation, like you have to, like you can only do like two or three. They did very many. It was so annoying. It was so annoying. Also all the trips to the police station. And Kevin James character, super annoying. The the mayor character, super annoying. And the fact po- that uh Kevin James and Violet Valentine were divorced didn't matter. I don't even know if they were divorced. They I think were. they just were a thing in high school. They were. She said that they've been divorced for four years. Oh, cool. Nice to know. Didn't matter. Um, what else? The whole ending, the whole third act was garbage. The whole werewolf. Yeah. I like the werewolf red herring, but they threw yeah. it out beginning, end of the second act. Yeah. And like once they got into the haunted house, whatever. Yeah, it just wasn't a thing anymore. The escaped mental patient waste of time thought it was going to be a big deal it wasn't wasn't they just wanted a, a reason to include rob schneider in this movie yeah rob schneider and adam sandler's character don't meet until the last scene of the movie yeah dude i don't want to talk a, a cool thing about the movie and aesthetic is everyone in this movie wears costumes all the ones the costumes are are different and all the costumes are big budget they were all extremely legit i respected it i didn't i'm like this is not realistic but i respect what they're going for whatever oh that part where uh noah snap like takes candy out of his breast pocket for mm-hmm. his robot that was dope oh for the you got kit kats right here yeah i would want a costume like that there was so much subplot that the real plot wasn't a plot dude i just this movie killed me um there was so much subplot it was all subplot it was all subplot and it ladies all and got gentlemen, jumbled together the cast of this movie, Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Julie Bowen, Ray Liotta, Stephen Buscemi, Stephen, Steve, <laughs> I like, I'm like his dad, Rob Schneider, Maya Rudolph, Tim Meadows, uh, who else do I know? George Wallace, Keenan Thompson, Shaquille O'Neal, Ben Stiller, who's in the movie for 30 seconds, Sandler's wife and his kids, Colin Quinn, and so many more people I just don't know. Yeah, um, um, some newer SNL people we're in this one yeah dude it just wasn't not a thing don't i'm not recommending this to anyone if you've watched every other halloween movie then sure if you like sandler movies then sure but it's not even a kid's movie because they're swearing there's no target audience for this yeah hey do you know who this target audience is my father this target audience is like 13 14 year olds or people who like adam sandler movies that being said craig what'd you give it out of 10 like a mid six uh five flat five that makes sense flat five i'm thinking about giving it a four but i don't regret watching it i don't regret watching it so i'm giving it the bare minimum because i saw it i'm never gonna see it again i know what it is and that's okay yeah it's not my movie it's not it's not my movie yeah it wasn't made for me someone out there's gonna enjoy it and i just went in on it for a little bit not even as hard as i could have went way harder on enola that's that was bad. I hope you guys enjoy it if you watch it. If not, you didn't miss anything. All right. Let's welcome the non-movie people back. Hello. And we will do our improv segment. Movie uh, style. Uh, movie style. So we are adding a twist to this because I did not like how it went last week. Yeah. So, uh, it was boring. Yeah. So what I think would make this more interesting is if during each pitch... We had two interjections. So at any point during your pitch, I can interject, add a little sprinkle of Craig, and then you have to carry on with my detail. Sure. We can totally do that. Just to add a little bit of uh, spice. Dude, this voice is driving me bananas. Um, (laughs) Somebody has to do them, Alex. No, nobody has to do any voices. Um, What? Who would you like to go first? Um, I want you to go first. So I'm going to give you a genre, a twist or theme, and your content rating. Yep. And you have to build a movie off of that. Mm-hmm, so sure do. I want you to make a fantasy movie. Great. 
rated G. And what is a rated G movie? What is a rated G movie? Hold I don't on. Know. Hold on. I'm going to look up popular rated G movies because I don't even think like Disney movies are rated G. I'm trying to think is Cars rated G or is that PG? Um, I think everything. Tarzan, Tinkerbell. Tarzan should not be rated G. Tarzan should not be rated G. Okay, these are the 50 best G-rated movies on Netflix. Um, Tarzan, Tarzan 2, Tinkerbell, Chicken Little, um, Bunch of Garbage, Charlotte's Web, okay. uh, Barbie, Barbie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Princess and the Frog is rated G. Okay, I can make this work. Okay. Sure. And your plot twist or your theme in general is... The knight realizes he's in love with the dragon. This is just like a variation of Shrek. Shrek. I'm aware. All right. The knight realizes he's in love with the dragon. Fantasy theme rated G. All right. Sure. All right. You're going to need to make this funny, Craig, because we've seen this movie before. Everyone's seen this movie before, and it's such a good movie. All right. Here we go. Our main character, his name is Mike. Um, And Mike is a peasant and he's always dreamed of becoming a prince. Um, but his family is a bunch of pig farmers. Um, but one day there's a parade and he meets, uh, princess chestnut and princess. Who is princess chestnut is incredibly racist. This is rated G. You can teach racism in a movie. Uh, Rated G. Kids movie. Um, and Princess Chestnut is extremely racist, which causes problems because um, this pig farmer is a dwarf and she's an elf and she has a really bad experience with dwarves because her father was in a war and um, they were fighting against the dwarves. So the elves ended up winning and the issue is is the dwarves all became subservient. So a lot of people look down on them. But he knows that if he wants to make it next in life, he needs to go save um, Princess Chestnut's um, family because they got kidnapped by the bad dwarves. And he goes, oh, I know that I can communicate with these dwarves and I can save Chestnut's family from her. And the dwarf wants to sell the family back to Princess Chestnut. Okay, and he goes... If, there's, if I can't do this the right way, I'm going to do it the wrong way. And I will earn my royalty through money. So he goes and to save the chestnut family. And while he's there, he finds out the dwarves, his his comrades, um, hired and um, hold captive a bunch of dragons. While he's trying to save this family, he falls in love with one of the dragons. They team up, him and the dragon. Dragon doesn't have a name because it's an animal. Well, the dragon's name is... Danielle and Mike and Danielle team up. They save the family. They sell them back and realize that they shouldn't be taking money. And they, he becomes a prince and donates the money to get the dwarves out of the mud. All right. And that movie is called Mike, Diane and a bunch of chestnuts. Wait, not Mike. Danielle and a bunch of chestnuts. M M D. No, there's. I'm not gonna say this. All right. Well, you tried. I, there was a strong effort made about, and obviously this is a metaphor. Um, dwarves in real life are dwarves. Um, elves in real life are non-dwarves, and dragons in real life are black people. So. Okay. All right. I think this movie is going to be one of those like garbage Nomeo and Juliet-esque 3D animated movies. 100%. That is released on all those children's streaming channels, but nowhere else. Totally possible. So I think you're going to get like a like a 6.2 or a 6.3 out of that. Man, I will take it. Mike, Danielle, and a bunch of chestnuts. See it on a knockoff streaming service, Hulu Kids. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, Alex is currently crossing his legs 
while talking to me, which is fine, except for the fact that Skype registers, oh, there is human body here, and stops there. So for most of his pitch, I saw only his legs. It did not register the rest of his body. (laughs) Fire. All right. You ready for your movie style? Oh, absolutely. All right. Your genre? Action. Your plot twist? We've done this before. Many, many times. And your movie rating is going to be, we'll make it rated R. A little bit of freedom in there. And get ready for some dope interjections. All right. So we start with Norman Reedus on a passenger train. Yep. All right. He is on his way Interjection. to Interjection. Passenger train's going to hell. Continue. Okay. So this is on his way to the afterlife. And he knows that, you know, he's just got to sit through. He's got to do his time. It's no big deal. He's accepted it. Everyone around him does not. So they try to stop the train, slow the momentum of the train, anything that they can do to not make it all the way to hell. And the first time it happens, it succeeds. And the train, you know, stops and everybody gets off and doesn't go to hell. However, once Norman Reedus exits the train... He's exactly right back where he sat. He is just sitting down and the train is taking off again. Interjection. Uh, The whole time, he doesn't realize that all the other passengers are munchkins from the Wizard of Oz. So he this is the first time that he realizes that he's just doing this over and over again. Um, And the train momentum stops. The train stops and doesn't make it to hell about three or four times until... The devil contacts Norman Reedus's character and says, hey, you have to be figuring out how to stop this train, okay? You're the only one that's able to make sure that people are making it all the way to hell where they belong. We understand that people don't want to be here, so you have to do your best to make sure that train makes it to its destination. So the third act of the movie 30 seconds. is uh, Norman Reedus, you know, discovering... You know, who's stopping the train, who is getting the train off its tracks, and how to stop it and make sure that every passenger makes it finally to hell. And this movie is called Source Code 2. Yeah. Thanks for just (laughs) not including the munchkins at all. Dude, who cares? Okay, hold on, hold on. I actually, when you said it, I did have a reason. And uh, the devil only had munchkins in the simulator. So... The train was only full of munchkins because that's the only asset that the devil had for the simulation. All right. Um, dude, I don't Source know. Code two I, fe- I feel like this is a sequel no one asked for uh, 10 years after the original came out. Um, they couldn't even get Jake Gyllenhaal to come back. So they're like, uh, who else is hot right now? And they're like, well, we can't get that guy. Can't get that guy. Those guys are all Avengers. We'll go with Norman Reedus. Um, and he's the only star in the movie. Everyone else. Um, I'd say the devil is voiced by Ron Perlman. I'll give them that. If they can afford him. Um, and he only shows up in the third act cause that's all they could afford. I'm going to give this movie a strong. It's going to be a flat six on IMDb straight to HBO. They try to cash in on the streaming services, but it's just not working out. All right. That is movie, movie style. Cast. Movie style. I get it wrong every time. See, here's the thing. The only ones with garbage names are the one hits. Those are the puns. Now, Craig, the middle segment. As you know, dedicated listeners who don't listen to anything else besides this podcast because it's the best podcast, possibly the third best podcast you've ever heard. You know that the middle podcast, or the middle segment, requires... Okay, hold on. Let's, let's stop real quick. Let's stop real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex just referenced our Twitter bio, which means Alex has visited our twitter page at least once which is more than i expected if i'm being honest ladies and gentlemen i care very much about how we appear so i I did check up on that now here's the thing middle segment it requires preparation and it was finally my job to do the middle segment so i took it extremely seriously which is why this middle segment is called the bracket boys b-r-a-c-k-e-t space b-o-i-s bracket boys And here's how this works. Eight seeds, eight positions. We're just going to find out what's the best. Now, the plot twist is 
is I picked random things. And the goal is week after week to find out the champion, the best thing of the best things. Now, Craig, you're like, well, what are these random things that I'm going to be deciding? Seed number one, Leonardo DiCaprio. Seed number two, the color green. Seed number three, indoor plumbing. Seed number four, jewelry. Seed number five, laughing. Seed number six, vaccinations. Seed number seven, sign language. And seed number eight, cameras. And we're going to decide in our bracket, what's the champion? Week after week, we'll have a whole new set of things and the champions will go against each other and we'll see what is truly the best thing ever. Greg, are you ready for our bracket? Yeah, I guess. Um, So the seeds are random. I'm not saying DiCaprio is seed one because he's the best. It's completely random. But Leonardo... Hey, I still don't have a finite definition of what a seed is. I think it means how good they are. Yeah, most of the time it's how good they are. You'd have the best guy go against like a seed eight. So you'd have the best guy go against the worst guy. And you'd have like a seed two go against like the seed seven guy. But this seems backwards. It's no, because you don't want the best guys going against each other in the beginning. Oh, okay. So you want to completely wipe the floor. Wipe the floor and eventually get to the good stuff. This... That just seems unfair. I mean, that's life. So no participation trophies. So... (laughs) Um, We're going to... Just a random seed. So one is going to go against two. Three is going to go against four, five, and six, seven, and eight. Totally random. So here we go. Leonardo DiCaprio against the color green. I'll give a little description in case you don't know what these things are. Okay. (laughs) If you haven't year old. watched half the movies th- yeah. in our podcast. <laughs> you haven't watched literally Django. We've only done six movies. He's in one of them. And if you don't know what the color green is, I'm sorry. So, but I'm going to explain them for you. Here we go. Seed number one, DiCaprio, comma, Leonardo. 45-year-old American actor. Oh, by the way, I got all these descriptions by Wikipedia and then threw a little bit of spice on the end because I don't do my own work most of the time. 45-year-old American actor, producer, and environmentalist, best known for his performance in Inception, The Departed, The Wolf on Wall Street, and Titanic. Dates models normally on the Victoria's Secret variety and has a close relationship with some of the best actors in the business. Known to have snubbed at the actors, one win of six nominations. Shares name with famous artist, inventor, Leonardo da Vinci. Often looks too deep into things and may or may not take himself too seriously and has the occasional awkward interview when he does not have them or when he does have interviews now that's Leonardo's description the color green the color <laughs> we cannot do all these descriptions we're hey, doing everyone you spent we're doing two everyone. minutes on Listen, the description we're gonna do we have to do it because the middle segment is the one where i prep it so if you want i can skip to the funny parts but if none of them are funny then you'd be skipping to me bombing which is not gonna work i'll read faster <laughs> okay <laughs> Except they're getting funnier. I gradually learned what was funny towards the end, so this is going to get harder and harder. (laughs) Color green. (laughs) The color between blue and yellow. Thus making it a secondary color. (laughs) It has a dominant wavelength between 495 and 570 nanometers. Hold on, did Wikipedia describe green as in between blue and yellow? Yes. Or was that you? No, it was that. It was that. I, did, I didn't make that up. I added my spice at the end. I would argue that green is not in between Listen. blue and yellow. Hey, everybody, don't cite Wikipedia, which is why I'm not taking this seriously. Anyways, during post-class, I'm not going through the descriptions every time. I'm just doing it the first time. Then we can start knocking out the positions. Be thinking in your head, which one's better? During the post-classical and early modern European era, (laughs) green was the color green wasn't even invented until the post-classical era. (laughs) Bankers and the gentry. By far the largest contributor to green in nature is chlorophyll, the chemical by which plants photosynthesize and convert sunlight into chemical energy. For this reason, the costume of the Mona Lisa by Leonardo da Vinci and the benches in the British House of Commons are green. If you are red and green colorblind, sorry. Now, Craig. You better be pulling for Leo. So, a world without Leonardo DiCaprio or a world without the color green. Now, I'm inclined to go without green 
because people are already doing it. But here's the thing. You even said it in your description. Plants can't go without it. Plants need green. That is a good point. Uh, I concede the color green wins the first round. (laughs) Wow. Okay. It's a good point. I didn't think about this in terms of survival. Seed number three. (laughs) Oh, we're going again. Are we doing the whole bracket right (laughs) now? It'll go way faster when I get through these descriptions. It's okay, guys. We're only like, what, a couple 40 minutes in? They love it. We love it. I can't get through these descriptions. In fact, no, I've heard the exact opposite, actually. Dude, these get funnier. Don't worry. I promise it starts rough because Wikipedia, not funny. Me, at the end, funny. However, I only added like one Can you sentence. imagine giving a speech in front of like NATO or Congress and you're like, hey, hold on, guys. It's rough at the beginning, but we'll get there, I promise. Listen, it's not my fault Wikipedia doesn't have- It is your fault. It's not my fault Wikipedia doesn't have my sense of humor. Wikipedia isn't funny, but unless it's talking about, you know, post-classical and early modern Europe. Um, but here's indoor plumbing, seed number three. Tap water is water supplied to a tap or valve. It uses and includes drinking, washing, cooking, and flushing of toilets. Indoor tap water is distributed through indoor plumbing, which has existed since its antiquity, but was available to very few people until the second half of the 19th century. Yada, 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 water purification, yada, 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 water filters, distillation. I'm pretty sure PVC and copper pipes are good, um, and whatever Flint was using is bad. Indoor plumbing. Jewelry or jewelry, if you're not from here, consists of decorative items worn for personal adornment, such as brooches, rings, necklaces, earrings, pendants, bracelets, and cufflinks. You can't say, hey, you cannot say that Wikipedia is not funny and then giggle to yourself in the opening line of your description. I'm giggling because I'm forcing myself to do this. It's like when your grandma's like, hey, I got a funny joke. And they tell you, and then they ask you to go tell it to somebody else. You, you're going to laugh during the delivery. When does that happen to you? It's never happened. But it's, I'm imagining if it did happen, it'd be hilarious. Okay? <laughs> Let me just finish these descriptions. We're almost halfway done. Almost halfway. Gemstones and similar materials such as amber, coral, precious metals, beads, and shells have been widely used. Here's my part. Rappers, goths, and people who have, been, who have estranged relationships with their daddies love them. That part was redundant. They are often shiny and expensive, but easily faked. Quickest way to add money on your outfit and also draw attention to muggers. That was me. So, Craig, indoor plumbing or jewelry? I'm initially leaning towards indoor plumbing. Same here. Because jewelry is, like we said, purely an accessory. Meanwhile, indoor plumbing leads to innovation. Yeah. By not having to go to the outhouse every time you have to take a number two, which for me is very frequently. I am also not going to support Conflict Diamonds. Shout yeah. out to Blood Diamond. Great movie. Involves Leonardo DiCaprio. Sorry you lost in the first round. Um. So yeah, indoor plumbing. These have been pretty clear so far. We'll see about the next one. This is going to be close. It's laughter versus vaccinations. Laughter is a physical reaction in humans consisting of usually a rhythmical... How did I forget? Dude, I literally (laughs) forgot that you did descriptions for them. I was ready to launch into my discussion, and then you started talking, and my brain shut down on itself. My brain rejected the fact that you were still talking about this dumb, (laughs) stupid thing that we're doing. The people are going to love this. They're going to love it. Who'd... Listen, laughing... Is kind of hard to just go. Explain. No, so stop. I'm gonna. We need to stop rambling. It. We need to get laughter into- is a physical reaction in humans consisting usually of rhythmical, often audible contractions of the diaphragm and other parts of the respiratory system, resulting most commonly in forms of hee hee or ha ha. Now I made it through that entire pl- thing <laughs> without stumbling, and I'm reading this for the first time. I did not proofread. I didn't put that much work in these. Hee hee. Sometimes ha-ha. it's ugly and sounds bad, but I've found out much like people's age, smile, and weight. It's best not to critique it. <laughs> See? Giggles. All right. Commonly referred to as chuckling, giggling, or cackling. All right. Vaccinations. Fast, fast, fast. 
Vaccine is a biological preparation that provides active, acquired immunity to a particular infectious disease. A vaccine typically contains an agent that resembles a disease-causing microorganism and is often made from a weakened or killed form of microbe. Um, may or may not kill people. Would recommend taking in copious amounts if you're an anti-masker, flat earther, or claim not to see color. Now, <laughs> that's funny. If you need to rewind and listen to that again, I totally get it. Um, Craig's just fed up with this bit, so we're rolling through Laughing or vaccinations. So let's just say, listen, pro-vax, 100%. You know, I got my flu shot this year. 10 Mm -hmm. out of 10. Would recommend. Yep. So one makes you live easier and one makes life easier. So laughing, right? Yeah, I think so. Laughing definitely over vaccinations. It just makes life better, you know? Yeah. You may not be alive as long, but as long as you're laughing on your deathbed, who cares? Yep, sucks to suck. Loser, don't get sick. All right, sign language versus cameras. <laughs> Languages that use visual, manual, or modality to convey meaning. Sign languages are expressed through manual articulations in combination with non-manual elements. Not to be confused by Italians just talking with their hands or the kind of motion someone would make if they were choking or on fire. I personally believe that the animated show Naruto derives many of its jujitsu, jitsu hand moves from Asian sign language. I have no evidence to support that, but it makes sense in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Cameras. A camera is an optical instrument used to record images. At their most basic, cameras are sealed boxes, the camera body, with a small hole, the aperture, that allow light to capture an image on a light-sensitive surface, usually a photographic film or digital sensor. Some of the camera's greatest hits are Tiananmen Square, White Jesus Christ, as in The Passion of the Christ, and Sesame Street. Okay, I am leaning towards cameras, and here's why. Here's why, here's why. Deaf people don't matter? Nope, not that in the slightest, actually. I don't believe that at all. I was just trying to guess what you would think. Because when we have cameras, we have TV shows, and we are now at a point where... All TV shows are accessible, at least to my knowledge. Most TV shows are accessible via subtitles and closed captioning. So I think that if we have cameras that are able to create shows with subtitles and closed captioning, then I think that would create that would I think that would lessen the amount of evil that would be done by erasing ASL, right? Plus we have phones and I think, you know, typing something in and having the phone read it out, it would be lengthier, obviously a lot more inconvenient. I'm not denying that at all, but there is a solution for that as well. Yeah, totally agree. I'm leaning towards cameras mostly because people figured out every good thing or bad thing that you've ever seen that you weren't present for was as a result of a camera. So I think it's important for history. Sign language, so what def- Hey, audience, you're coming back to us now. You, What you missed was uh, three seconds of dead air where no. Alex and I just looked at each other in pure disbelief at what we had <laughs> said and kind of had to, like, make some ethical choices about ourselves, you know? So, cameras versus sign languages, I'm going for cameras. Okay. All right, no descriptions. The color green versus indoor plumbing. No, we did DiCaprio. No, we went green because survival. Oh, because of survival. That's right. Dude, but when you have it like that, when you describe it, like plants need green, I don't know how green is it going to win this whole thing. Green versus indoor plumbing, though. Yeah. Again, no plants. All right, green. No oxygen. I don't know how green is not going to win every time we come back to this. We'll see. I did not think the color green was going to be the reigning champion. All right. (laughs) Laughing versus cameras. Cameras make us laugh via funny YouTube ha-has and Fortnite funnies. So I think you really can't have one without the other. But I think I have to lean towards laughter. Me too. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking you can do a lot more with laughter. I think laughter is important and I think it's just a part of happiness. Cameras, important for capturing history, entertainment. But there's other forms of entertainment. So not having There's cameras... also other forms of capturing, you know, like we can still get audio capture. You know? Right. 
Mm-hmm. There's just not going to be any visual part, which is fine because who doesn't want to be blind? So laughing. I'm already halfway there. Yeah, man. Laughing versus the color green. Listen, what's the point of living if we're not laughing? That being said, yeah, right. It's got to be green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to be green. Sorry, but green. So yeah, this week's bracket boy champion is the color green. Join us next week as we do a whole nother bracket. Slightly shorter descriptions. Maybe it will be 100% funny. And if you guys miss some of the funnies, make sure to go back and listen to them. We blew over a couple of my jokes. They're A+. You got to believe me. Listen to them again. So this week's champion is the color green. Next week, eight more random things. And we'll bring them back. And if you hated that we did that, too bad. Because we aren't going to have time to put out this episode before we start the next one. So hold back your criticisms or send them. I don't care. I'm your stepdad. Next. So we have our one hit wonder. This is my turn to bring one. Mm-hmm. This one is called Sportscaster. Interesting. Okay. What is that? If mean? you know anything about me, you know that sports and I don't have a great relationship in general, mm-hmm. both participating in and observing. So, Alex, I'm yeah. going to give you sports that I don't like and why I don't like them, and then you're going to fix them. You're okay. going to give me a reason to watch these sports that I don't like. I mean, we're really I I cannot defend sports. I'm not the sports guy, but I guess if it's between that and ending this podcast early, I'll always do it. Plus it's a one-hit wonder. But I never here's have to the do thing. I want you Here's the thing. I want you to do it in a funny way. You know, go absurdist with it. Uh, Make it weird. Well, God knows I don't have any problem making things weird. All right, so the wait. First what's this sport- thing called first? Sportscaster. Sport. See, you have to think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Sportscaster. Yeah, it's a it's a thinker. Um. So my first sport that I have a problem with yep. is football. Okay. And the reason I have a problem with it: mm-hmm. four fifteen minute quarters. The game should take an hour, right? Takes yeah. three hours to watch a game. Okay, see, I thought your problem with it was going to be CTE and players dying from concussions, but now I only have to defend quarters. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Um, so here's the issue you have with it. It's advertising, okay? Every break, every timeout, we cut away. There's talks about what the next play is going to be. What That's you need to do That's the bit that I don't is, like the most is when people are talking about the plays that just happened. Yeah. So what like you need to do two or three is minutes. live sports, preferably high school and lower they don't have time for the extra stuff the subbing takes two seconds the players only know six plays it's real easy (laughs) okay everyone's doing so badly it's ridiculous stay away from televised events stay away from anything involving going to a stadium going early tailgating you want nothing to do with it live sports low level okay yeah I'll make sure to go, no mask, just yelling into the stars. 100%. Make sure don't socially distant. We just got rid of vaccines for the sake of green. You're good. Just tongue kiss every person in the stadium. Yeah. And you're all going to have face paint. So by the end, you'll all be a bunch of tie-dye people. Yeah. 100%. All right. The next sport that I don't care for is Mm -hmm. basketball. Because I have trouble keeping track of what's going on. Well, okay. So it's very simple, straightforward game. Hoop on both ends, try to get into the hoop, and it's just a whole bunch of sprinting back and forth. Now, you need to pay attention to uniforms and only watch games with very distinctive uniforms. So if both team uniforms are red, even if there's an away uniform, it might not be great to discern it. If both teams' uniforms are dark colors, stay away from that. You need distinct, totally different things, like the Lakers, which is like yellow and purple, Versus the Rockets, which is red. Very easy to decide who's on whose team. And then you'll be able to see, okay, yellow team is running to that end. Yellow team is running back. You'll be very clear where all that is. Um, This might be a sport you want to watch on TV. Because they'll always have the camera on who has the ball. So you'll never have to figure out what's actually going on. Um, Or maybe you skip basketball altogether. And just watch like dunk contests. That oh, might be yeah. that might be what you need, or skip dunk contests altogether and just watch the Globe Trotters, which they're not even probably playing basketball. It's just like a basketball circus, 
It's a circus <laughs> with a ball. That might be what you really need. I got okay. you. Okay. All right. Um, the next, my third and final sport that I have a problem with is soccer. Because when I played it as a kid, I had a coach that yelled at me for not doing something. Mm-hmm. And then when I started doing it, the other coach started yelling at me for doing it. So now I'm just conflicted. Okay, so I don't think you have a soccer problem. I think you have an, a therapy problem. Um, I think you need to address um, <laughs> some inner conflict of being told to do something, being told it was the wrong thing. You start doubting yourself. Do I really need to be here? What is actually supposed to be going on? Do I trust these people in authority? Do I not? I think this is more internal struggle. And I think you also have dealt with bad coach, uh, bad coaches. If you want to learn soccer, here's how you learn. Start watching kids play. Go to like a... Be the, be the non-parent at a preschool game. It's very straightforward. Hey, mob of children, chase the ball. And the goalie's like half the time picking flowers, learning <laughs> how to count, doesn't know how to read yet. <laughs> He's been walking for like 18 months. He's barely got his He doesn't have a life together, really. Um, you're hoping he's potty trained. It's very clear to see what's going on. And none of the co- all the coaches are dads. No one's taking it seriously. The halves are like four minutes long. There's Gatorade. You might be able to steal some snacks. Everyone should be fine. That's Just say that one of the kids is your sister. We also probably shouldn't lie to be the family. I think if you get found out. <laughs> that is the worst case scenario. You were like, that's my little sister. Res- that's my kid. Well, <laughs> bye. I Please feel like the defense of I'm just here to learn about soccer doesn't hold up well in court. I think no matter how you you probably shouldn't lie. You should just watch from your car. That's what you should do. That's what you should do. Watch from <laughs> yeah, your car. Just don't imagine leave. It's me, a quick getaway. A just imagine me, a 21-year-old white man with binoculars trying to watch these kids play soccer. Here's what you do. Just say you have COVID. You're like, I wanted to support my nephew. Um, I have COVID. And then they're like, which one's your nephew? You'd be like, just start coughing and they'll leave you alone. <laughs> Fixed it. All right. That's how you fix hey. soccer. Thank you for helping me appreciate sports way more. That was the one hit wonder sportscaster. It's never coming back. If you didn't like it, well, you did this. If you did like it, I'm sorry, man. I mean, we we have segments for a reason. Um, write your congressman. Speaking of things that are never coming back. Let me just say this first. Guys, the zebra stories, Marty racing stripes near and dear to my heart and you guys hate them now me too me too um i didn't know it was gonna be a recurring segment this was all craig's idea so horrible ideas whoa 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 whoa, whoa. craig's idea hey i did it once he made it a thing now i have to go back and check okay here's the thing we started this bit literally 10 episodes ago before we even like published any podcasts this has been a bit since our first beta episode i don't remember if he's telling the truth or not i genuinely don't remember i will not lie to you i'm your stepdad i'm trying to build a relationship with your mom so with that in mind alex is definitely lying to you so This has always been, hey, when I said before we started publishing episodes, hey, Alex, I have a feeling that people are going to hate this bit. And then two episodes in, people started hating this bit. Now he's trying to deflect blame off of me. Hey, hey, I am your Check mother, the audience. Check audience, the tapes. I am your mother. Who are you going to believe? Me Check the tapes. or this guy that just stumbled into the house two weeks ago? Okay. Check the tapes. Watergate scandal. Fake news. Anyway, so we're retiring the zebra bit. Yeah, zebra bit's gone. Um, I mean, we'll replace it with whatever you guys want. I mean, I mean, we're just we trying won't. to. F- I'm we'll just trying replace to f- it with what we want. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Send in some ideas. If I like them, I might put them in. If I hate them, then I'm definitely putting them in. I just need 90 seconds of material to close this thing out because it gets weird at the end. Um, next week's movie, Craig. What so are next week's movie, we're gonna watch The Iron Giant, a movie I have not seen before. Surprisingly. Um, but we also wanted to let you know that we are going to be reviewing Tenet in two weeks. We wanted to give you the two weeks heads up because we understand that, you know, not a lot of theaters are open. They have a lot of strict guidelines and you might not be comfortable going at all, which, hey, I totally understand. 
So we're giving you two weeks heads up. If you want to go out and see it, go out and see it. But next week is the Iron Giant. The week after that is going to be Tenet. All right. Yeah. Um, join us next week. We can find out what can topple the reigning Bracket Boy champion, the color green. If you have ideas, let me know. I won't be able to do them because it'll be taking place in the future. Thanks, but no thanks. All right. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Permanent Good. I am Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Your Stepdad, a.k.a. Alex Good. See you next time. See ya.